Just before the episode begins, I just want to remind everyone about the giveaway that I just announced this week. So I am collaborating with one of my talented best friends, Doros, who is also known on Instagram as Rose underscore in your city. We are giving you the chance to win a free photo shoot with Rose. All you have to do is go on my Insta page, check out the giveaway post. The rules are listed below and they're very simple. You just have to follow both Amber's underscore happy hour, Rose underscore in your city and Rose underscore shoot and tag three friends in the comment below. A bonus entry is if you repost it on your story and tag us, and I will be checking to make sure you actually follow all accounts, otherwise the entry will not count. (laughs) So the last day to enter is Monday, August 10th, and the winner will be announced Tuesday, August 11th at 9 p.m. Good luck to everyone. Now let's start this episode. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Amber's Happy Hour. So tonight's episode, I am joined by a very good friend of mine. She is well known within the Brown Twitter community and her tweets have now just made it on Surrey Memes Insta page. But not only that, she is one of the many hard-driven and independent women that I know. So let's give a warm welcome to Jess Sanga, everybody. Snaps. Snaps, snaps, snaps. So you bought us nudes. Yep. But you brought us a watermelon flavor. The new new. The new new. It's summer the, edition. Summer think, edition. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think it's best that we crack it together. Yep. So you ready? All right. Mm. You gotta cheers me. Come on. I'm gonna cheers. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I'm not a, I'm not to a be honest, person. I'm not a nude person. I'm not either. I absolutely You also have watermelon? I'm like, I'm going to grab that. Let's I'm, go. yeah, I'm not a nude person. Mind but, you, um, I haven't seen you in like a minute, so. Yeah, last time I think we mm-hmm. saw each other was at our my cousin's wedding. Yeah. And even that was like a quick like, yeah, what's up, what's up? And that's about it. Because I think but, like, before that, it was, was. Oh, like high school. High school. Yeah. Which is like. Not even like end of high school, like mid high school, grade 9, 10 feels like to me. Was it grade 9, 10, or 11? I think it was grade 11. Was it 11? Yeah, you're trying to hype it up here, but <laughs> it was Fuck. grade 11. Grade 11. Fuck. Yeah, that's so awkward. It's still a while. shut out two years. I'm like, oh, bro. Let me ignore those two. I saw you grade 9, grade 10. When, yeah, no. That was crazy. But, like, for us to, like, still hang out and stuff is, like, normal. Yeah, like, for to, sure. To even then when I saw you, it was like, oh, it's Amber. Yeah, like, and even then it's like, you know when you meet, or, or not meet, sorry, when you see someone after so long and it's, like, that awkward, like, Hey, how you doing? 100. But like, it was just like, yo, what's up? Like, yo, did you hear about this? <laughs> like, no, you had to hear about this, bro. Just you're not here jumping about straight into the and like, It's like, we knew, oh, you didn't know about this, but yeah. I knew about this. And mm-hmm. it's like, how the fuck? Like, that's just crazy how that just still works like that. 100%. But what I was going to talk about, because I feel like we should really just dive into this shit because I'm so pumped for this episode, um, is when I mentioned in the intro that you're known within the Brown Twitter community. Okay. Now... For someone who, not okay, I do not consider myself in the brown Twitter at all. Yeah. But because of not only you, but I follow so many other people who are like connected within that community. Yeah. That I like my timeline just filled filled brown Twitter tweets. I didn't even like ask for. Okay, before we get into that, let's just jump into the story memes thing because yeah. <laughs> holy, like I swear to God, like that shit was posted i had no idea like, like i get dms like oh yo like you're po- you're famous you're famous i'm like 
bro, I didn't even know. Like, it's a random, it's like the most fuddu tweets I put out there too. Like, you, you should put out like some of my good ones. Like, you know, like I moved out at 18, like, or like my parents are doing this. Like, you know, like some juicy ass shit. No, it's like, oh, if casinos had puppy tables, then I would be a millionaire. <laughs> like, everyone's seeing but this. that's so true, though. Oh, my that God, That is dude. so true. And I remember doing that. I think it was a, a tweet where it was like, there's, I don't remember which one, but it was like, there's so many other posts in it. And I was swiping through. Oh, the then, cactus one. Yeah, and I was swiping. <laughs> and then I was like, hold on. I went back. I was like, but I didn't know this chick. What the fuck? Oh. Does she know that she... Is Dude, but I'm not going to lie. Like, that's how I've rekindled so many friendships. Really? Through, that's the thing. Like, you fall off. Like, I fell off Twitter, like, years ago. Like, 2015, right? Hmm. I'm in university. I'm like, I'm too old for this shit. Like, fuck Twitter. Twitter, Twitter was, was like a 2014, 2012 thing. I swear. It ended, right? You yeah. think it died. And then... All of a sudden, I'm just like, I get into this new world and I'm like, damn, like brown Twitter has a, like, it does have like its flaws, but we have a lot to offer out here. And I have so many opinions that I want to put out here Mm -hmm. and see if people resonate with me. Yeah. And like now I feel like I have a platform. Oh, 100%. Because even like, I never knew it was a thing. Yeah. Until about, I want to say, I want to say this past two years, maybe a year. Yeah. And I don't know, bro. It's just. I think when one person tweets, like, I think when I followed you, it's that's when I started getting, because you know how it says, like, so-and-so follows whatever, and then their tweets come up. That's how I would see it. Or so-and-so liked it. Exactly. Then I'm like, all right. So then I felt like, fuck, okay, now, am I part of Brown Twitter? Like, I don't know, because I don't tweet about, like, that stuff. For sure. But I was like, okay, I'm clearly, like, in it now, because obviously I follow you, and I'm, like, seeing all these tweets. Yeah. But some of those tweets are just so, like... I don't know. Like, some of them can be very, like, relatable. And yeah. I'm, like, cracking jokes. I'm like, yo, this is so funny. Yeah. Other ones, I'm like, okay, this guy's... Or these people are stupid. Like, I majority of them are guys, to be honest. I'm not even lying. <laughs> with guys? And I was like, guys... No, okay. 100. You know I was trying to hide that. No, it's straight up, it was guys. Yeah. Guys' tweets are yeah. just so stupid on brown Twitter. No. And they're so rude. Sure. They're so rude, I find them. And I find that they are so, like, judgmental in their tweets. Yeah, yeah. Do you notice that? So here's the thing, okay. So the reason why, like, I want to say, like, I'm hella judgy on Twitter. Like, <laughs> let me just expose myself. Like, sometimes, like, yeah, like, majority of it's guys. Like, yeah. they think that they can, like, put, like, especially on women, they'll put their opinion out there. Like, I fucking had, recently I started beef with some singer. What's his name? Bovin and Pav Daria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, out of nowhere, like, literally, like, this, the Bovin guy started tweeting about how girls shouldn't be allowed to cover their stomachs with uh, high-rise jeans. Or like high rise leggings, something like that. Like, oh, they, they shouldn't, shouldn't be, be allowed. They shouldn't be allowed to cover their stomachs, or like, you know, like not what show the fuck. Their, and I see that. I'm first of all, I'm feeling targeted, right? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man has been creeping my Instagram, but like, let's just pause. Like, why the hell do you think like you should be putting your opinion yeah. out on that? Like, first of all, you're a man. Sure. I'm a, I can fucking choose what the fuck I want to wear. Yeah. Like, you can't be telling me, like, oh, stop hiding your gut. 100%, yeah. Right? And then, like, I'm like, oh, Pav Daria, like, I hope you stop supporting this guy. Because Bubbin's, like, just starting out his career, in my opinion. Like, yeah. he's still, like, a new guy. Yeah. And Pav had the audacity to respond with, like, such an asshole response. Like, oh, I'm not going to change my opinion on Bubbin because of you. Is basically what he responded. And I'm like, okay. damn. Like, he had, he felt like he was comfortable enough to throw his opinion on women. Yeah. But then when he gets, like, this, like, tweet coming back to him being like, who the hell are you? He still wants to act up. Yeah, because I've seen his tweets where he's all, like, you know, supports women supports- and stuff. And then now I didn't know he tweeted that. What? Yeah, he did. And that's what, like, had me show because then it's like, now I don't want to support you. I don't want to support either what of you. What the fuck? I didn't know that. Yeah. But you know what? I've noticed that, like, a lot of just 
brown musicians are like that. 100%, they'll say yeah. one thing and then they'll do the other. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I see that's not even within the music industry. That's with a lot of guys. Yeah. Like, a lot general. of guys will say one thing. Oh, my God. This and this is one thing that pisses me off what guys say is, like, when they say this, this thing's like, oh, I would never let my sister do this, this, this. Right? Yeah. But then it's, like, when it comes to, like, a girl. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a completely different thing. 100%. And I think that's just so fucking stupid. It's like, okay, you're telling me that, okay, if, um... If a guy hits your sister or laser or breaks up his sister or says something to your sister, you're going to beat the shit out of them, right? Yeah. yeah. But you'll do the same thing to your girl. What the fuck does that mean? No, but you know what else pisses me off is like when we have topics like sexual abuse or uh, like mistreatment of women in general, they're like, oh, don't you have a mom or a sister? Yeah. Like, don't you have normal fucking etiquette? Like, like, like you don't, know, you do not need a sister to yeah. be like a good man or like respectful of woman. Lit. Period. Lit literally but it always comes down to that and it's like i don't even want it like you're not doing good by tweeting that no (laughs) you're and i think there's also with like brown twitter tweets and stuff i think it's like it's it's so like culture based like it's it's just targeting on like just our culture which is like i'm not saying it's like a bad thing it's nice it's cool it's actually like fun because for people who are like i guess cultural yeah like right but not to the extent they're learning new things too in the Twitter stuff me, because that's yeah, like me, me too. Yeah. Like I'm reading something like, oh, I never knew this happened or this even existed. Mm-hmm. But now I'm learning. I mean, it's weird to learn it from Twitter, but it's it doesn't matter. It's social media. Exactly. Like I'm learning it from something, right? Yeah. And I think that's so cool. But then it's like, like that's like a that's like a pro to it mm-hmm. because and then there's pros where it's like you know like it, um, it brings awareness to the community. Like it helps us stand together and like mm-hmm. fight for things. But then it brings, like, unnecessary shit to it, too. Like, it there's does, cons yeah. to it. Like, it has, like, it sets your standards. Like, there's so many fucking tweets that come out, like, oh, if my girl doesn't have this, this, yeah. this, then I don't want her. 100%. And it's yeah. like, bro, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what the actual shit? Like, why are you, like, having standards set up for girls? And it also feels like, for me especially, like, like, I started tweeting. My first, I think, my tweet that brought me into Brown Twitter was about me moving out. Yeah. Because I... Now it's my, I think I've tweeted like three times about me moving out, but like I moved out at a super young age and um, if it wasn't for Twitter, like I was not supported by my friends, by my family, by nobody. Like even my own sister was kind of like, yo, like, is this a good idea? Like, are you making good and choices And that's what here? I wanted to get into with, it, with you as well is like, what, like, what was the decision to go like, you know what, like, it's not, I'm not saying like that was a dumb decision or yeah, whatever, yeah. like I yeah. obviously moved out on my own too, but it's like. You moved out even when your parents are still here. Like, you know exactly. what I mean? And I know a lot of people who have actually done that. Yeah. Right? So what made you be like, yo, I'm out at, so, like, I think, 18, right? I, somebody replied. This is a funny thing. Let's just jump into this. Because, like, when I tweeted it, like, recently, yeah. someone tweeted back being like, well, you moved out at 18. Didn't you move out for college? So it doesn't really matter that you moved out? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Like, so I did. I, I moved to Kamloops. Yeah. And that's... And I only moved to Kamloops because I wanted to move out. Yeah. Because I had, like... I would say it was a toxic family environment to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like it was really good. Like my parents are very good people. Like they were really supportive of me through my teens and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when it came to um, kind of like wanting to make my own path yeah, and also not knowing what I want to do, yeah. they were like, well, this is how your life should be. 
you should be going to school you should then get married (laughs) and like this is the path you and that wasn't me I was kind of like no like I don't feel like I'm driven to go to school right now but I wasn't also um supported when it came to just sitting at home or like working they're like no like you have to go straight to school after high school or else you're gonna get lazy and that's what I think that's like with every Daisy household like go to school Get a degree, if get the job, get married, boom, boom, boom. And if you don't go to school right away, they think you'll just get lazy and just work your entire yeah, life like, in this like retail job or yeah, whatever you're going to get into, right? So then I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll go to school, but I'm not staying with you guys. Yeah, like, I'm going to go and live my life without you guys telling me what I can and can't do. Yeah. So I took off to Kamloops. Yeah. And I stayed there for like, I would say two years. Yeah. And... I worked as a hostess, which I never in my, and I don't even like talk about this very much. That's, wow, hostess? Where? In match, in the casino. Oh, okay, yeah. So something you would not see just me. Like, you know me from like elementary high school, right? Like, that's not something like I would do, to be But not even like you. It's like, I, like, okay, I see, I do see some brown girls be hostess. Yeah, yeah. But you know, there's, there's some people who can't because their parents like, I'm pretty sure like, I know so many people are like, yeah, I can't, I can't work there. Why? Oh, my parents won't want me. And like, by, you're not allowed to work there. When like, I did that, like when I was working there, I did like, obviously I had communication with my family. Like they, they didn't support me. I was on student loans. They mm-hmm. paid for my sister's school. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, no, like you don't have to give me a dime. I'm going to go on my own. It's my choice. I made to move out. Yeah. Um, which makes your loans obviously higher. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So like I was paying on my own and I'm like, you know what? Well, I'm going to, I got this job. It's unionized. Yeah. So I thought like, that's great. Like you always want to work a union job if you can. Exactly. And so they were like, um, my grandma, I remember she, she was like, you know what? Just me. No, no, no. I'll give you the money that you make from the job. Just don't work there. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, yeah, but it's like, based the only thing. Yeah, and I'm like, but it's why? Like, but why? And, and I think it's also the idea of like, you're getting tips. You're getting like, tips. You know what I mean? Oh like, my God. And, yeah. And when people say like, when you're getting tips, they think it, think of it in such a negative way. They almost sexualize the job. Yes. Which is, oh and, I know God. it sounds yes. cringy to That's say, so but bad, I remember though. my grandma, like, it almost seemed like I was doing like the worst thing possible. And one of my best friends in Kamloops is the one that got me the job. Yeah. She, she worked there and her family was like proud. Like she was making good money but as, the, the as serving. Thing, there's just two like But because people. I come from a different community and because my family, like they were very hurt when they heard I was doing that. Cause like, especially like, obviously it didn't come back to Surrey that I was doing that, but mm-hmm. like they were worried that it would. Yeah. So it's like, what's the rep- like reputation going to be like after that? And then let alone that, let's just drop that. So then I, I did my school. I got the this job that I have now, mm-hmm. which has been really good to me. And when I moved back, I moved back for maybe in my family home for, I would say, tops two weeks. Two weeks I lived with them. And I'm like, no, I can't do this. Because I remember like I'd come home at like midnight and they'd be like, where were you? Where like, were you? Why are you home so late? Yeah. What do you do until midnight? And I'd yeah. be like, I'm living. Like, what do you mean? What am I doing until yeah. midnight? Right? Yeah. But it's like, if like, and I'd bring up like my cousins, like my guy cousins, they I go out. Say, they yeah. stay out maybe like a night or like whatever. And yeah, it's no problem. Five in the morning. Oh my God, my son's home. Blah, 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 blah. And then you get the comment, oh, go live with them. Yeah. Or and it's like, dude, it's different. no, like I'm trying to make everything equal here. Exactly. And it's like, they know, like, and like I get told by my grandma all the time, but my, my parents too, like oh jazz has a big mouth mm-hmm. because i'm willing to say like no like if they're allowed to do this then i'm allowed to do this like what makes me different than them that's that's so, that's so true because like even with me and my sisters we're we're very open like yeah. about what what goes on and stuff so if we think something's not right and for us we're gonna be we're gonna set it straight, straight yeah and that's 100%. why we have issues with so many people because they can't handle the truth 100 percent. like bro i'd rather be honest with you than have to act like someone i'm not and that's the thing and like and i've got that title that like oh i have a big mouth blah blah, blah. but it's like no like i'm kind of proud of it at a certain point because it's like 
because you think that men can do this and I can't, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to call you out. Yeah. And if that's a, that means I have a big mouth, then yeah, sure I do. So yeah. that's when I decided. I'm like, you know what? Leave this. I'm going to prove to you that I can be independent. I can make my own choices and be responsible. Yeah. So I did that. I yeah. lived alone for two years. Yeah. I just recently moved back in. Yeah. Um, but I lived alone for two years. And like, I honestly think it's the reason why like my relationship with my family is better yeah. is because I prove myself. Yeah. I didn't just talk the talk. I kind of like was like, here, I'm going to action it too. Yeah. Like you guys can like keep putting these rules on me and like act like it's not wrong. But like, no, like me living on my own. Maybe you guys thought it ruined your reputation because 100%. yeah, we all live in Sur- or Delta and Surrey. Yeah. But like, I needed to prove that, like, just because I live on my own doesn't mean I'm out here doing the, like, horrible things that they think I'm doing. If I stay out late or if I'm on my own or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, yeah. I know a lot of people who did that, too, that moved out. And, like, a lot of people were like, oh, my God, why? Like, her parents are right down the street. street, Like, but it's like, and it's also you're hearing things like, oh, yeah, her parents are also paying for it. But it's like, okay, so now my question is, how does that prove that you're independent if you're living on your own? Mm-hmm. Plus, your parents are paying for it when you could have just lived in your parents' house for free and just kind of worked out something else there. But OK, so here's the thing with that, too. Like after I put that out there like this time, because when I first put it out, I didn't have that much of a platform. I was kind of mm-hmm. just putting it out for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time when I put it out, like I got so many DMs from girls being like, yo, like we saw you move out on like Instagram. Like we saw your snaps of you being on your own. Mm-hmm. And it and it made us like like gave us the power to do that yeah and i'm like damn like i never thought i could do something like that right yeah and then like it's the same thing like when it comes to money like i want to be very clear when i say like yes i'll tweet that like it's a good decision for me Mm -hmm. but like overall i put myself in a hole like yeah it wasn't like we live in a place where it's so expensive to rent it's not like oh yeah like i was living my best life and like paying rent like it's It's a a lot it's a it's a huge decision so i don't want to say that like it was go great. do it right away <laughs> yeah like it was it was really hard like it was hard because like i'd see my friends like going shopping and like you know like living like actually Spending living going on, like, traveling yeah. and i'd be like well that money for me is good but was it better like overall yeah because i feel like it's made me the person i am right now because i moved out but also it's not all good and i also felt like it also teaches you how to be financially stable for sure because now you're like okay now i'm trying to save money for this 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 and i know how to you do that when i get my paychecks or whatever yeah compared to like you know you're living in your parents house and you have a job and then when your paycheck comes you spend it on fucking drinks and retail therapy that's me right now not gonna lie i'm on a i'm on a whole rampage right now well that's also different right because you're in your parents house compared to like if you're on your own you probably wouldn't do do it yeah you couldn't do it like but you realize that also and then like on top of that like i was paying someone else's mortgage yeah like if i had maybe saved that money for like a few years then i could have been paying my own yeah so that shit like you really gotta think it like for me like i'm still glad i'm not gonna say like oh fuck i should have done this instead of moving out Mm -hmm. no like i'm glad i did it but also like really think about it because i think i put it out there and made it look like it's like you know like a fairy tale but like it's not like you really got to weigh out the pros and cons in that situation yeah it's a little bit harder like for me moving out um to toronto Mm -hmm. a little bit different though because like obviously i'm still getting support from my parents but it's still different oh for sure it's it's like now i am still cost cost efficient like i'm really like okay i do have this money i mean do i really want to spend it on this 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 yeah you know what i mean like i try to avoid all the Oh, I don't need to buy it for booze. I have groceries. I have school. Like, I have so many other things. Yeah. 
And it's like it all adds up yeah. and you don't realize, especially when it's like, oh, but like and for me, it's like, OK, but with my, my mom's it's like my mom's money technically. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I feel bad abusing it. Right. For and sure. now that I'm working at home, like now that I'm here till January and I'm working, I'm like, I don't want to spend money. <laughs> like Until I don't January. Yeah. Because school's online. So oh. I don't have to go back. Like financially, there's just no point in me going back. So you're paying no rent right now. No, no oh, uh, I'm subleasing my place. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. That's really but good. it's just like, okay, now I'm here. I'm like, fuck, I have money that I like. How do you feel being back with your family after like living on your own for a well, bit? Well, first of all, I came back a month earlier than expected. Yeah. I came in March. I was supposed to come in April because of COVID. Oh, okay, okay. And I also was like, uh, I, I like, I knew I had to come back early because of COVID, but I didn't know how soon. So when I got a call from my mom, be like, yo, you got to come home. Yeah. And I literally was like, when? She was today. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Give me a day to party. I, at need, I was like, I need to <laughs> mentally prepare myself to come back into this shithole. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. Like, fuck, like, I guess that's fine. Packed my shit. I literally have half my stuff there. I don't even, ha- I am living on nothing, what feels like. Damn. And I came back here and I literally wanted to lose my mind because, especially COVID, you couldn't go out anywhere. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, I'm in my house even longer. Like, it was to the point where I was like, oh my God, both my parents are off work too. And I'm like, I can't. Like, I literally can't right yeah. now. I'm struggling. And I was like, I can't wait to move back. I can't wait to move back. Yeah. And now I'm like, great, season's canceled. I gotta stay here till January. Fuck, man. Fuck. I got an extra couple months on your shit. But pause. So Delta's, trying- Delta's pretty Delta's pretty sick. Yeah, like, you got I mean, memories on here. Yeah. I mean, COVID really screwed us over because we can't really go out much, but I was like, as soon as. Yeah, Amber likes her Tapos uh, days. I do, you know bro, she, my fucking, she fucking reps Tapos, Guilford, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is at her own cousin's wedding. She's like, I'm going to go Tapos after this. <laughs> Honestly, all I heard from you was like, anyone want to go Tapos? Tapos? <laughs> <laughs> Who's going top of that? Like, yo, Amber, we gotta breathe a little bit. We're at your cousin's wedding. Like, first of all, damn. Exposed. Like, exposed. But also, it's my birthday. Bro. It, oh, yeah, it was her birthday. It was totally her birthday. Oh, my God. That's what the nudes are for, though. I brought you watermelon nudes. What do you yeah, mean? Thanks. How did you? I was like, dude, it was my birthday. And I was like, fuck it. I gotta, I gotta ring it in a little bit longer, bro. So but I'm pretty just- sure I remember her at, like, the wedding morning. Like, she's wearing this full black outfit with boiling fucking hot. 30 degrees. She was already whispering in my ear, like, tapos? Tapos? Like, she whispers a little bit. She thinks she'll get away with going there if she whispers it. But. Honestly, Delta Line's not that bad either, and it's right down the street. Like Tidewater's my new place, bro. What the fuck is Tidewater? That's oh, some redneck shit. That's like- Tidewater's at the bridge under the bridge. No, bitch, that already sounds so sketchy. Do you, if you guys pause, if you guys hear Amber, like this is why we don't chill very much these days. Tidewater. Oh wait, Tide. Hold on, pause. Uh, yeah, yeah, Hold on. Yeah, by yeah. the long, by the fucking, by the fucking wood. <laughs> <laughs> by the, the right there. Pieces, Alex Fraser underneath. Yes, yes. Dude. No, what dude. How is that Tidewater? It's one, it's clean. Like okay, it's, love it's, to see it. COVID. <laughs> COVID clean. We sanitize like, on the, by the I, minute. And then like it's newly renovated. We know Top Hills, we don't sanitize enough there. So Tidewater it is. Oh, I'm really getting exposed. Oh, okay, I meant to say it's really newly renovated. Okay. And it's really like, I don't, like it just, it looks, uh, it is clean. Okay, that's all, all right, I can say. Co- it's clean. COVID, COVID 101. Clean. COVID, COVID clean. clean. COVID clean. COVID clean. <laughs> clean. Dad. COVID clean. Holy. And also they got like sick like dart machines and shit. Those, those. Oh, plans. they have dart machines? Okay, yes. Pause. I didn't even. So here's the thing. So I, I during the quarantine, I just want to expose myself real quick. During the quarantine, I was on this whole lifestyle change, right? 
<laughs> recently weren't we girl, all weren't we all yo i was drinking sog drinks <laughs> I was throwing in spinach. I was throwing in celery. Anything green, you best believe it was in that drink, right? So I was having these soft drinks. I lost like 20 pounds. Pause, Amber, don't you dare say that. Just meat does not look like she lost 20 pounds. I'm out here catfishing. (laughs) Don't you dare. I'm waiting for it. No, so I lost 20 pounds. And then like I would pass by Tidewater and I was like, this shit looks really good. Right? It, It looked really good. I didn't stop by there because I was on this health is wealth movement. These days though, I ain't. I just rolled up to Amber's house. I literally skedaddled out of that freaking car. I rolled up with like 18 bottles of beer, like a straight wine up, bottle. Straight up. And I was like, oh, we going full happy hour, bitch. Full happy and hour. And Amber's out here like sipping her nude so slowly. Like she's really calling herself happy hour while drinking this one, like babysitting this one drink. Let me so tell I you think that. this episode, I'm just being exposed. Yeah. Anyways, and so let me just continue. Let's just continue with Amber's fucking uh, little story here. <laughs> Go ahead, Amber. <laughs> Shut up now. That's <laughs> the end of me. No, but moral of the story of that. Okay, moral of the story was I need to go to Tidewater. No more sog drinks. Don't drink greens. Like, drink your beer. Tidewater it is. Thank you. Okay, so let's forget about exposing me, please, for a second. I appreciate that. Thanks. Sure. Uh, I can do it on my own. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but I want to go back into just the whole South Asian community. Like, our family dynamics Mm. so i feel like they're all so similar Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i feel like there's going back on the whole standards that are set for us we talked about moving out which is not a norm for us and when it the topic being out there is already seen as such a negative Mm -hmm. there's so many other things too and i think what i see in south asian community that stands out to me is relationships And I've already talked about this, I think, like, in all my episodes so far. But it's just such a topic that, like, you can can see it in so many different ways. Yeah. Right? And South Asian community-wise, it's seen in such a certain aspect. Like, there's there's a certain way you have to go with it. You meet someone, you introduce them to family, next you know it's marriage, this is this. 100% 100% right yeah. so did yeah. you feel like that's probably like something you've probably gone through too okay so here's the shitty part about my life right now is <laughs> like I have brought every single person I've dated mm-hmm. to like home to my family and I don't want to say it's a regret because I like to be open about who I'm around like I don't want to lie like oh if I'm going on like oh I'm going with the girls like I want to say like no I'm going sure, with yeah, this right, person yeah. right mm-hmm also, like, if I get killed or something, they know who I'm with, right? Um, but, <laughs> yeah. like, so, like, if I'm going out with this person, like, they should know that, right? So, like, I've been doing that. But then, like, recently, my grandma sat me down because my grandma lives with us. She's always lived with us. So, obviously, she meets them, too. Yeah. And she was like, yo, like, this is... She didn't say yo. She was like, this is... She's <laughs> like, yo, yo, just... Nah, fuck She that. was like, no, she was like, Jenny, like, she was concerned. She's like, this is, like, your, like fourth or fifth person you've brought home to us. Like, yeah. we get attached. Like, yeah. we're kind of seeing, like you get attached to you get hurt at the end like relax like you know like you don't have to like keep jumping into these relationships like expecting marriage and i think but that's a problem though because of our age group no i think it's a problem because men fucking show you that they're trash later on like don't fucking come into my home no i'm not talking about that i'm just talking about like jumping onto the next person it's like it's not because like okay i get it yeah we know to slow down but we can't because we're always like someone's like oh my god like you know when we when someone sees someone as single they're like Oh, like, how have you not found someone yet? And then when you find someone, it's like, okay, you move on. You know what I mean? 
See, like, kind I'm of. stuck in that because, like, any time I've been in a relationship, like, they want to come meet my family. And then, oh, you know what? Like, okay. and then anytime they meet, I meet their family, too. It's only like, I'm yeah. like, okay, like, meet mine. I don't meet yours. <laughs> I don't like, meet yours. No, meet like, mine. if you're meeting mine, I'm meeting yours, too. Like, it should be, yeah. like, you know, reciprocated. Yeah. But, like, I feel like once you meet the family, it should be any game. Like, this is oh, the no, person. 100%. And, like, you expect 100%. that. And then you get hurt. And then you're like, what the fuck? Like, like you know, like like what was missing? Like my family's sick. Like I'm fucking. Like I know I don't have any. Like there's no. Like you're losing me. I don't yeah. lose you. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like I don't know. Like how you can just like walk away from that. Like that no, fucking it's true. kills and I think, me. I think if you meet someone's family, yeah, you should know that's the end game. And I agree with you on that. Totally. Because it's like. Because now that I'm sitting here. Serious. No, it's I'm serious. sitting here. My grandma's like, yo, relax. Let's bring these guys home. Yeah. No one, it's real. And then, but I always think it's real, and then find out later that oh, it's and not. And that's where it goes with how the guys show their emotion and i've noticed that guys don't tend to do that they tend to hold back yeah. which is annoying because like okay when you take that step as a like you know for a girl it's it's a big step Huge, yeah. guys it's like i swear to god a guy can bring a girl any girl as many girls as you want yeah. and it's fine but we but get called out for it we get called out one yeah. if we bring another guy over mm-hmm. not from our family but oh my god you're such a hoe like you know what I mean? Like you date one guy, you date another, you date another, you date another. You're a hoe. You should. It's like set to the point where it's like you have to date a guy, and that should be the guy you should be married. Yeah. To. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know. Okay, so I know someone who, her mom, mm-hmm. and to the point where she, her kids can't date. Like they can't date so many different people. Once they date one person, mm-hmm. that's it. They have to meet the family. Which is like fucked up. Okay, yeah, first of all, for one sure. she's so she's twenty two, mm-hmm. and her older sister's like twenty four, twenty five, and like it's fucked up that they they met one person and they already met both sides of the family and they're gonna get married. They've already said it. I'm sorry. What the fuck? Like yeah, for sure, I, dude. Like there has to be a thing where it's like you should be experiencing other relationships before you find the one. Okay, but you know what's even scarier is that like for me. In yeah. my last relationship. Yeah. Fully invested, dude. Like, fucking, like, everybody and their BB knew about my relationship. <laughs> like, like having to, like, oh, break you that. Go to the, everyone else's BBs? Then yeah. You know dude, extent, no, no, no. It was, like, real. Like, I thought, like, that's it. Like, I'm married at this point. Like, I didn't have a ring on my finger, but I'm, like, I'm married. Like, I'm done, right? Yeah. The taka when, happened before the taka even happened. Like, when <laughs> that <laughs> ended, I was kind of, like, even if I, let's say he did have a ring on my finger. Like, I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. Like, shit can just come out of nowhere. Like, like that's where I, I think I've put this on Twitter. Like, Twitter is, like, where I really vent, like, my real feelings out. <laughs> like, I will have trust issues for life. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, I just can't, like, I can't fully trust someone and think, like, they're going to stick around. Because it's happened so many times. Like, with each relationship I've had, I think, especially the last one, I have fully invested myself and just been, like, fucking hurt. Like, for no reason. I and don't I, do anything to deserve and it. And I think that goes based on, like, I I don't want to call the specific gender, but I'm going to. Like, guys do that to us. Yeah. They set it to the point where they lead you up to a point where you're like, okay, this is going somewhere that I want it to go. And then they just drop you. Yeah. They let it end. And then you're just, like, left, you know, empty-handed, looking like a fucking idiot, especially in front of your family when it gets to that point. Exactly. And then you move on to the next one, and then it goes... It's the same thing. And that's why when guys... Then the guys go, oh my god, why do girls have so many trust issues? Well, if you stop fucking with us... Or, like, especially, like, for me, like, this ha- like this is, like, this is so resonates with me that, like, they'll call you a psycho. 
Yeah. Like, oh my God, all like, you fucking psycho. Yeah. And it's like, mm, like, now you just prove why I was a psycho. Yeah, like, like you fucking did like, some weird honestly, shit. Honestly, like, especially, like, okay, I'm speaking personally, like, I'm not someone who will go through certain things and go to an extent where I seem like a psycho. Yeah. Right? But if you're giving me a reason to do that, then no. that shows not for me. That's your your fucked See, up. See the thing about me you're is like fucked up. even if like let's like I don't know if the guy is fucking like talking to other girls. I don't know that, but yeah. like I'm gonna grab your like you're sleeping. I'm like, you're a one eyed. I don't. Give I'm, a, I'm gonna grab phone. that phone. Right? I'm gonna grab the phone. Like not even just your phone. Like I fucking creeped his Apple Watch one time. I didn't even know how to Apple use. I was Google, Watch, bro. Bitch. When man was showering, I fucking googled how to use Apple. Watch. I don't have Apple. Watch. I'm a fucking. Blue. I don't need a fucking flex like that. I fucking googled how do I use the Apple Watch. How do I search? I fucking found so many messages in that fucking Apple Watch, dude. So many. Because you can delete you know, the messages. No, you. I linked this. You can delete the messages out of your fucking laptop. Because I creeped his laptop, too. You can keep it, delete it out of your laptop. You can delete it out of your phone. But you got to delete it out of your Apple Watch for it to leave. It doesn't leave out of all. It doesn't sync. Really? Yeah, dude. The juice. If anybody has a boyfriend with Apple Watch, please creep his Apple Watch right now. <laughs> right now. Dude, put I have Apple Watch. I didn't even know that, that dude, you could use Dude, it doesn't that. sync. So I saw messages that weren't in his phone when I creeped his phone like five minutes before when he was shower, like before okay. the shower. Then he was in the shower. I creeped his Apple Watch. All these messages came up of like random shit I did not expect. And then I'm fucking sitting there like fucking waiting for wow, the call to fucking kick his ass. Wow, have times changed where you don't even have to creep text messages no, or DMs. dude. Apple, Apple Watch, Watch. Bitch. And you know what? It's so much more accessible because like if he comes out, throw the fucking Apple Watch. You can't really see that. <laughs> Phone is hard like it's something we got out of town. The Apple Watch, nice and quiet. Nice and quiet. Hide under the pillow. <laughs> dude, that I'm so psychotic. Like that's a thing. But like. But you didn't. You, you were can like expect that in the beginning. It. Because of all the shit you have to no, go through. Yeah. My first relationship, I was chilling. I'm like, you know what? What the fuck is this guy? I was fucking great, great like fucking like 10. Like, I didn't, uh, what are you going to do? Like, you can go hook up with someone? Okay, good for you. Like, I knew I was going to marry the guy. Right? <laughs> but like, now, like, yeah. when I was in a relationship now, and you're yeah. going to fucking walk into my house with like a, a fucking, eat my roti? Like, no. Like, <laughs> you're not going to eat my roti and fucking dip. Like, no. Like, we're going to creep your shit. We're going to see that, what's That also on. brings back to like, okay, times have changed. Like, yeah. the older you get yeah. and the relationships you're in, the serious it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, like, I know for my next relationship, I know if I'm into it, I'm going to be more serious about it. And I'm going to be more, like, you know, concerned about certain things because, well, hello, I'm fucking coming to the point where in my house, I should be married. Like, I'm not yeah, lying. Yeah, so yeah. I turned this over on my birthday. No yeah. cap. My nanny comes over and she straight up told me, she goes, you're 23, right? I go, well, yeah, I fucking hope I am. Yeah. Right? Like, I really hope I turn 23. Been, is my birthday wrong too? No, yeah, like, I'm I know pretty sure I'm 23. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, you know, at 23, I was married. I had two kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I literally was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then my sister goes, yeah, I was talking at 23. I was like, you know, that's really good for you guys. Yeah. I'm not trying to have that, you guys. Like, I can't. But this age, it's like, no, you, you're supposed to be married. Because that's yeah. what they see mentality is. You know what I mean? 100. But the thing is, like... I think for my family, at least, because I've seen so many people come in and, like, they know that I was fully invested, they recognize that, like, things are different. now. Like, before, like, even, like, I talk to my boss about this all the time. Like, he's, like, I got married at a young age, right? He got, he got arranged marriage as well. Mm-hmm. So did my parents. And, like, back then, divorce wasn't a thing. Mm-mm. Like, you could be the most fucked up man or most fucked up woman, but it's, like, we're gonna stick through this and we're not gonna let other people know that this because is Because the rep is on the line. But for, like, for now, it's, like, if there's better options out there or if anything could come up and they're just like, all right, peace. Like we had our time together and like, I'm willing to like leave normal. this. That's normal. It's normal. And I won't say it's a bad thing. Like my, for instance, like with my parents, I was pretty open about it. Like my mom 
left our home when I was in university because both me and my sister were gone. My sister went to Arizona for school. I was in Kamloops. And mom was like, oh, shit. Like, I don't even like this guy right now. Like, I need to, like, I need my freedom, right? Like, she yeah. she had a different mentality. She's Singaporean, so she has a different mentality than the Disney mentality. Yeah. So she wasn't trying to be, like, controlled. Just yeah. like how we were. I mean, my sister left for a reason. Like, yeah. it's pretty clear, right? So we weren't trying to be controlled, so she left. And, like, now they're trying to put more of an effort into, like, spending time together, but yeah. on her terms. Because before it was, like, they had an arranged marriage and they felt like they had to stick through it. But, like, once the kids are grown up, it's, like, what what are we holding on to this for? 100%. And I've seen like, that from so many different people. Like, not from me personally, but from other people. I've seen yeah. that where they're, like, now that we grew up, our parents like true relationship comes out yeah like it truly sure. shows because then they're companions it's not yeah. companions for the kids anymore it's like we are sticking together for us right so it really does come out then but like the hard part is like even back then like it's very controlling like even my dad like he was born here he went to nd for high school my yeah. dad's not born in india he literally ND went rap, to high school yo, in india. but like for sure like there's still that thing where it's like you're my wife and like you can't be like going out and like having a yeah. good time like but we're gonna stick together that and way. that's so shitty and it's like no that's so shitty for that being like seen in like a marriage relationship and then like it's also seen into just like a normal relationship like dating for sure like you know what 100%. i mean 100 like, where are you going oh, i'm going out with the girls why where like what time are you gonna be back or like, like having the snapchat your man's yeah you like Holy. are you oh, turning location on I'm sorry. I'm not turning nothing fucking. Not gonna lie, my man's better have his location on for me though, or whoever I'm with. You better fucking have your location on for me. I'm not gonna lie. So like, I can't be shamed. Like, I gotta expose myself a little bit. Like, turn that shit on. What if you die? Like, let's get real. Like, it's not okay. Okay, we're taking that extent. Fine, but if we're taking to the extent where like this man does not trust you and you know that, and you're like, turn the location on. You're with the girls. That's a lie. But then again, like that's the thing like i have those trust issues where i need that yeah you know what i mean like like i'm at a point where it's that like that's why i don't think like i should be in like i think i tweeted this too again back to twitter because that's <laughs> all i use apparently um like i tweeted like i have such bad trust issues that i almost feel like it's a baggage that i yeah. can't bring into a relationship because i don't think like if like this person's like so good to me and they don't they don't want to cheat on me but i'm pushing them to do it because i'm like show me your phone every like 20 seconds Mm -hmm. or like turn your location on or like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i'm having to to, like get them to like give me things that they don't need to and they're they're actually loyal i don't trust it Mm -hmm. like you can show me that you're loyal but like will i believe it ever no yeah so it's kind of like scary for me like i think like that's like one thing like when it comes to like me saying men are trash like they've really changed my entire mindset on relationships now and that's like actually like a shitty thing to go through i feel like 100 percent. like i can't really speak to a certain extent because i've only technically been in one relationship in my life yeah but i've you know oh i hate the word thing i hate that term but like you know i've talked to like different guys and stuff so i've had like i've had certain intimate relationships to the point where i'm like I don't trust you guys. And it sucks that it like how you have to go through that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially like, and it goes back to just, and especially when you're invested in your family too, Mm -hmm. it's just so shitty. Like I obviously haven't gone to the point where I've had to introduce someone to my parents, but even just like my cousins are the closest to my parents. Yeah. So if I introduce you to my cousins, it's like, a thing to like that's a big thing to me too yeah yeah for sure. and if you ruin that it's like fuck okay i don't want to bring the next person over because i'm scared of how that's gonna turn out yeah you know so it's like your mindset just goes into this roller coaster yeah i think it's the fucking sure. shittiest thing okay so we're gonna just jump into it because like screw it right let's relationships done are you ready for it let's do it okay you know i've noticed with guys they have such a set standard mm-hmm. you know like um 
there's this one time that I got messaged. I was talking to someone and they were like, you know, I'm looking for someone who's exactly like my mom. Mm-hmm. Don't you find that gross? Cringy as fuck. Like really creepy, right? Cringy. Because, okay, first of all, what does that mean? What, what like, does that mean? Do you want to be babied? Like, yeah. How is this supposed to be? Like, like am honestly, I marrying a child? Like, exactly. what is the deal here? For They're sure. like, you know, I expect someone to cook, clean, and just take care of me at every step of the way. They have no goals. They're a housewife the whole time. 100%. And I don't feel that's fair for women to become a housewife. Totally agree. Right? And the other thing that I got messaged, oh my God, I guess it's messaged all the time I talk to guys. Yo, the first thing they ask, no no lie. Mm. How rounds your roti, yo? <laughs> yo, I'm going to throw it out there, though. Like, my friend's getting married next week. Yeah. Or not next week. This month. Sorry. Yeah. But next week is her baby shower. Okay. Baby Only shower? Bridal shower. Fuck. <laughs> bridal shower. And the only fucking game I could think about yeah. was bringing Atta to the fucking situation making her make around roti and the thing is like that's like my mind adapting to the norm okay which is having round roti when you're married yeah and that like it kind of like now that we're talking about it it has me like messed up because i don't agree with that mm-hmm. i don't think like we should have to make round roti on for our husband no first of all make me roti if you sure really like if it. you can cook why the why, why like, am i the fine. only one that should be like cooking and cleaning and everything expected to do that yeah. right like that's the biggest thing like my grandma for instance in front of my boyfriend and his mom yeah. said or my ex-boyfriend pause um, <laughs> said um she was like oh uh doing dishes is a woman's job my grandma said that about me <laughs> and then i was like hmm like do i stay quiet do i confront this and then thank god his mom jumped in yeah. and was like no like my son can do the dishes like yeah. it's not a woman's job but it just shows you, like, for me, like, in my family, like, me and my sister are the only two daughters. Like, we're the two daughters. Two we don't daughters, have yeah. any sons in the family, like, yeah. with us, right? So, like, it is expected. Yeah. and right? But same with me. I'm I'm a sibling of two other sisters. Yeah. Right? Like, so it's, exp- for what I'm known, it's like, yeah, girls have to do this, this, this. Yeah, yeah, And then, like, the other day, not the other day, but, like, uh, when I got back home, my mom's like, okay, so you're going to learn how to make sog like you know sabji dal all this stuff yeah, yeah. i'm like what? like okay fine i'll learn it for my interest but i know your interest is because you know for a guy 100%. right like fuck that like that's so annoying that like we have to do things because our parents say and because there's like, a certain for me rule. like to a certain and i know this might be twisted but, like to a certain extent i understand like having a good relationship with your in-laws oh yeah. like no matter like, i, agree, I yeah. get that but like when it comes to like having that difference of roles like i don't agree with like gender roles like are not a thing to me yeah like even in friendships like yeah. i don't feel like like if i have a guy friend like i don't feel like i owe them anything extra or anything 100% like, you know but like some people do yeah. and that's how it's like so fucked up it's like we have like adapted to that mindset and even myself like i want to expose myself like fully like for me like to even be planning this like freaking brow shop for my friend like the roti thing shouldn't even be a thing in my mind but like it's the norm it is we it made is. that like a social norm that that's a thing yeah and i've seen that in so many bridal showers it's not even like it's oh, a normal thing twice. it's like a thing like okay what are the games we're playing this 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 and the round roti thing yeah exactly why do we have to do that but I also don't get that. you can't say that you're against it and then do that you know yeah, what I mean? like yeah, for yeah, me, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We talked about this before, and I'm, and you're like, well, like that's like normal. But then we're like, no, like you can't say that's normal, and then expect yourself not to follow yeah. through with but it. But like straight up, if someone's when someone says, hey, like yo, as long as you're rope these round and shit, and I'm always like, to be honest, it's not. 
Yeah. If that's a problem, then your standards are very low. Because if that's your biggest concern in a relationship, yeah. then like, yo, her rookie's not around, I cut her loose. Like, the fuck? 100%. Are you kidding me? And that's like the brown Twitter, too. Like, yeah. when you see those tweets... About they come stuff. up, yeah. Round rotina. If, yeah. If my wife's round, like if my wife doesn't have, like make round rotis, like yeah. I'm not gonna, like what's not a thing for me, like blah blah blah. Yeah. There's so many treats like that, like not yeah. even just about rotina, like even jaw, like if she can't make. Oh yeah, she can't make jaw. Or she doesn't do this. It's like, like why is that your your set standards of anything? There's why so is many ways that can go if she drinks. Yeah. If like, she does this, if she smokes weed, like stuff like that, like there's a little bit it issues. Can, it can but go that goes anything. that goes into like what I want to talk about next is like. Your first impression and the way um, guys, like, see a girl. Mm-hmm. Like, for them, they're like, I don't want a girl to have this, this, this. Like, oh, I don't want a girl to have so many piercings, so many tattoos, color her hair, or wear tight clothes. All this stupid, yeah, unnecessary yeah. shit. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now your standard right now is a doll. Like, it's a fucking person that doesn't exist. Yeah. And I absolutely hate that. And I remember going through that with someone who was like, oh, like... I was like, oh, I have these many tattoos, like whatever. Oh, you do? Do you have any more? Are you planning on getting any more? Mm-hmm. Or you're going to dye your hair? What color? Do you want to name it? Like, are you going to probably color it like a natural color? Yeah. And I was like, okay, if I said no, what is your answer here? Um, um, oh, really? You want to do that color? Are you sure? You know, like same thing like with my family. Like, I, I always bring back my family because I feel like my family is like the most loud to me. Yeah. Guys don't really test me very much. Like, yeah, to be honest. I'm the opposite. My my the guys test me more than my family. No, my family would test yeah. me like, like I want to go blonde for like the longest time, right? Uh-huh. Which I'm glad I didn't. Like I would have fucked up my whole head. But like I really want to. And then I remember like everyone was saying to me like, oh like no brown guys are gonna like you mm-hmm. because like you're going blonde now. Like you're yeah. like you know what I mean? Like it's like a yeah. like your hair color matters like that. But much. that's so like, stupid. It, it doesn't make sense to me because it's like we like for me like i don't know if it's like me thinking in like a fairy tale land but like i feel like my personality should be like the most important thing yeah like even like beyond like i think we talked about this before like beyond looks and shit like personality is so important yeah because when you're gonna stick with someone for life like you have to have that connection you want to know like, who they truly are 100%. and you know that through their personality not their looks yeah like, looks you know don't I mean? even last first of all <laughs> Like, how fucking long am I going to look the way I do in my fucking 20s? Like, not right? long. It's like, there's fade. ways to get rid of the way you want to look. Like, it's fine. But, like, yeah. personality sticks with you. Yeah. So, I think that, like, is just a stupid norm that we have to go through to, like, where we have to deal with guys in our community specifically yeah. saying, like, oh, if you don't have this, 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 I'm cutting you loose. So, yeah. you need to have this, this, this. Mm-hmm. Standards are set very high. Also goes into, like, I tweeted about the, i'm a fucking holy shit the entire thing like just me tweeted this just me tweeted that but honestly like literally like weight in our freaking culture is a yeah. thing like they will literally fat shame you when you're like young as like fucking and that's so old. bad and it's so inappropriate because like it really sticks with you like that shit has stuck with me like specifically like for years mm-hmm. like where like you'll be called like oh if you gain if you're like this big like you're never gonna get married blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. like no like that's so inappropriate and i yeah. always say like my, my biggest comment to say back is like if they don't love me at my like in myself my own body like yeah why am i gonna change myself for them that's true though like it angers you like yeah. you feel like you want to test them more like no like let me fucking like, and that's and that's what this that's when their standards set like um in any music video or movie oh, or yeah. whatever they yeah, yeah, yeah. they have the prettiest girl in like and she's so skinny and whatever all that yeah so then guys see like okay this is what i want in my future 
this is what I'm looking for. Yeah. And so that's why they're going to fat shame you or do all these things where mm-hmm. they're gonna be like, no, you're not also, like this. But this, like this. your own family can be your biggest nightmare. Like I talk to yeah. all my friends about this. Like, yeah, like our like older generations, they see like skinny as a stick, unhealthy, yep, yep, unhealthy yep. almost as like that is, that's that perfect. is beautiful. That is like what we want our, you know, son's wife or our freaking grandchild like, to, look, to like. look like. And it's like, that's not normal. Like it's that's not. inappropriate for you to have that mindset. Yeah. But you can't, and like people be like, oh, you can't change that mindset when it's like that long, like it's been around for that long. But it's like, no, you should be able to. But that also goes on to the fact that where if you weren't seen as the um like the girl of our family like you know how we were saying like oh that's a certain daughter-in-law should look like granddaughter whatever yeah but that's also based on like what other people are gonna say and they they take that to the full extent and that comes into tattoos and your hair color oh if you get this 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 done yeah what are the other people gonna say yeah because the reps on the line 100 which is so stupid because within the desi mentality and like desi family households reputation is the main focus yeah if you aren't seen the way you should be seen to keep your rep up bro then you're fucking ruining everything like i'm pretty sure like when i got my first tattoo yeah my mom was like it's too big like oh that's pretty big like and i literally said you know what i don't give a fuck like it's a sentimental tattoo i'm gonna take it as the biggest size i want dyed my hair fully red why the fuck did you do that okay mm-hmm. well, well okay i did it what does it matter people are gonna say this is this who the fuck cares but yeah. because they're so like in that old mindset old generation they're like nah bro we we care what everyone says yeah yeah, yeah. and For now sure. it adds on to our, our kids and their kids and so forth and now it makes relationships and all this other shit so fucking complicated to deal with 100 percent, yeah right it's exactly how it is so now i kind of want to touch base on the title of this podcast mm-hmm men are trash and which we both can agree to a certain extent yeah they are yeah right yeah um but i think what we specifically mean when we say men are trash are just the stuff that we've seen especially on brown twitter yeah cheating abuse all that stuff Mm -hmm. and i think that's what stands out most when it comes to um the title men are trash and I think what I saw from not really being on Brown Twitter, but just being like a bystander is just the whole cheating situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what stood out to me most mostly was the whole Dilpre Dylan and Amber that situation. Yeah. Which I was super loud on. Like, yeah, I saw that. Pause for a minute. Like, yeah, I was very, very loud on that topic because. I don't want to jump into the core movement too much with that mm-hmm. because I feel like it's it kind of separates itself. That came out after the fact. But like with the Dilpy situation, like this guy, even after everyone knowing that he's an abuser, had so much support mm-hmm. that it was so inappropriate on our side. Yeah. Like the Punjabi music industry, we have a lot of uh, Punjabi like women that are very loud in the industry. Yeah. And even they were supporting him. And oh, I didn't know any women were supporting. Oh, I yeah. Didn't see that. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And not even like just in the industry, like for instance, like, you know, I'm trying to throw my sister under the bus or anything, but like we were sitting in the car and she played the song. And I'm very firm with like, I will not, like, the minute that shit came out about him, I don't care if people are going to be like, oh, um, you should get the facts first. I don't need facts. I hear something like that, you're canceled to me. Yeah. Like, I don't Because give to put a, a shit. title, like, not even to put a title, but be, to be accused of that is like, 
bro like that's an instant cutoff 100% I don't need facts I don't need any of that you're yeah, instant cutoff in his live like I think I put it out there like I have I wish Mads threw like some fawning on his face or something like the man's tears were so fucking fake, so fake bro. like I would have deleted I would have redone the live like instantly I would have seen myself fucking fake crying like that and been like yo I gotta redo uh, it's this not, shit. it's not real enough I gotta do it again yeah like 100% yeah. like it's so fake like He's also a fudu to me. Like, I can openly say, like, I fucking hate Dopey Dylan. Like, mm-hmm. you are such a loser. And, like, anyone that supports you, I can't be close to. Yeah. Like, if you can have his music in your freaking Apple Music, your Spotify playlist, you are not a friend to me. Mm-hmm. Like, period. Like, you're an abuser. You abuse your wife. Your young wife, who was, like, working so hard for you. She even openly said that to him when they first yeah, got I saw married. Yeah, her live, yeah. Right? Like, she, like, she's like, I'm working to be a nurse for you, blah, blah, blah. Like, she mm-hmm. is such a strong woman. Like, there's no blame for her for what happened. Like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, like, um, you should have known that's what he was like. Because he was always a cheater. But no. how do you know that? Absolutely you don't not. know that. Like, like I'm that. sitting here fucking five relationships deep. Yeah. Like, clearly fucking five relationships. I'm still moving forward. Yeah. No, like, I still have to How are you issues. supposed to know I, that someone's you a cannot, cheater? You cannot. Like, you can't. You can't say, you oh, can't. you should have known he's a cheater. So you're telling you me can't. if I look at a guy and be like, oh, you're a cheater? That's not, it's not possible. Like, you yeah, can't. you're going to have to go through some shit to, in order to know that he's a cheater. But, like, you, can't. you won't know instantly And then for like him that. to come back with a song about, oh, I'm back. Literally, I think the title was, yeah. like, something about him being back. Yeah. You're not back to me. No. Like, and I hope for a majority of people. Because, yeah. like, he is literally canceled. And I think that, like, when someone gets canceled to that extent, yeah, it should just stay like that. Like, how much can you change to the fact that, like, you didn't even just physically abuse, you emotionally abused your wife. Mm-hmm. You did so much more than you just, You mentally like, fucked her up. Exactly. Like, she's even said she's, like, I'm, like, she pretty much was, like, she's just mentally fucked up. 100%. And that just goes into, like, the whole, I think the whole idea of sexual abuse is just, it just fucks you up mentally. And what's really, to me, what really sucks is that, like, it doesn't, it's not seen as a norm. Like, not a norm, but, like, it's not seen very common. Especially in Desi households. Like, you know, like, um, if it happens, and it happens within your family, and nobody realizes that. Mm-hmm. And when it does happen, nobody believes you. But it goes back to, like, family reputation. Yeah. Like, it's, like, that's, like, our top priority. Yeah. Like, with my family, too. Like, my mom should have probably left my dad earlier. Yeah. Like, for sure. But it came back to, like, family reputation. We yeah. probably would have all been happier yeah. if they had left earlier. You yeah. know what I mean? But, like, yeah. l- the most important thing to every South Asian family is our rep. Yeah, No matter true. what. It's true. No matter what. No matter, like, even in that situation with Dilpreet and um, Amber, I'm sure they could have probably ended that earlier. Like, yeah. Dilpreet should have just broken up with her. Yeah. But I'm sure that family rep was in his mind. Yeah. Because even in the video, like, the live he put up, he was concerned about, like, oh, what is your family looking like now? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, that was a comment he made, and that was a threat almost. Yeah. To a certain extent. I think that's, 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 yeah, that's kind of stupid though, because that rep is like our main priority. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, and we've talked about so many different things and each thing we go back to is rep. Yeah. So it's like what our main problem is within our like South Asian community and just this mentalities in general is just the reputation that holds us. Mm -hmm. But it's like. Who in the end cares? <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's like going back to like high school. When you go into high school, you're like, you're thinking about your rep with people. Like, oh, like, dude, I want to be known as this person. This is this. Yep. And obviously you're not going to end up being the person Yo, you wish to be. If my main focus wasn't my rep in high school, I'd probably have better grades. 
Like, literally, dude, I was feeling courses and more focused on what people thought of me. And that is my biggest downfall. Like, if there's anything I could say to anybody, like, coming into high school, mm-hmm. it's like, don't give a shit what people think of yeah. you. Focus on you only. Straight Cause up. Because, like, at the end of it, like, look at, like, even us. Like, we went to elementary to high school together, right? Mm-hmm we didn't talk after high school like Mm -hmm. we took a little like whatever like this little break yeah like we're good now but like was should it my main focus have been like continuing a friendship with you or focusing on me what i want in my future it should have been me yeah but like we only realize that when it's like after late after like like, when yeah when it's too late yeah when you're into like like, adulthood and it's like okay you should have worried about this long time exactly like why was i so concerned about like but that's having beef with this person or like whatever like going to this house party like it's so but that's where society fills into all this like that's where your mindset is like society tells you to like like nothing else matters but your relationship with everyone and your like social media and social media especially social media and which is like falls back into us talking about brown twitter the whole time with brown twitter it's like it Everything matters. Whatever you tweet matters. But also, look how quick it is, like, for you to get exposed and for you to get canceled. Yeah. Look at that, too. Who stands by you at the end of that? That's true. It's very quick. Like, even right now, like, I could get exposed today. Yeah. Will anyone back me up? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I can't say that. You don't know. You don't know. The movement of Brown Twitter is great. Like, we can, like, like you said in the beginning, like, you can raise awareness. You can learn new things. You can make new friends even on Brown Twitter. Yeah. But again, it's really quick to cancel you. Yeah. Social media in general, not just Brown Twitter. Social media in general, you're really quick to get canceled. Yeah. So I feel like I just wish, like, if there's anything I could say is, like, do not put so much power into things that can take power from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that actually it, makes sense, yeah. It's, like, the realest thing I can say. And, like, even for me, like, now I'm realizing that. Like, that's not my main focus. My main focus is making myself happy. 100%. Self-loving. Yeah. Um, like, focusing on how I want to better me and only me. Yeah. But it's it's harder than, like... It is. And it sometimes seems. I feel like that's where we have to start putting in, like, more of a, of a bigger platform for us. Yeah. You know what I for mean? For sure. Like... I obviously put this out here to help us expose certain things that need to be exposed and to help us connect on different levels. Yeah. And I feel like that's what sometimes Twitter does to us. Like, for instance, obviously we're talking about brown Twitter here yeah. mainly. Yeah. But that's what helps us. It helps us expose certain things and bring awareness. And that's where also core movement comes in. Yeah. So I absolutely love core movement supported all the way. Yeah. And they've been a huge, huge help within the South Asian community because they focus on the importance and they let people expose what the truth is mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i feel like that's also such a hard thing to do yeah because sure. you can't be able to i'm like i was obviously haven't personally gone through this but for people who have like how are you really supposed to openly talk about being abused like mm-hmm. all that stuff right and to give you this platform to do that mm-hmm. i think that's fucking huge and with queer movement i think it's like again like it goes back to like it's so easy to be canceled like she literally like recently yeah put her face out there i saw she's that like, yeah she's I like, saw this that. is me yeah like i don't care like say anything about me like yeah it takes so much to make yourself vulnerable on social media like yeah. she could have stayed hidden but she's like no like don't test me yeah. i'm coming at each and every one of you so Sangera, dopri all of these freaking abusers even like the you know people came up with their family members like no yeah. this is me come at me if you want yeah and like 
personally like from your podcast i want to say like we support that movement like so much like yeah. i've heard people say like oh core movement isn't doing anything they're not going to the rcmp that's not the point no social the point of social media is like the platform you have you utilize it yeah right like for me like i come out about things that affect me personally like me moving out yeah. my family situation because i know like maybe it'll resonate with someone if it doesn't like at least i let it out yeah right exactly. i'm open about it yeah. so like for her like you're using your platform you're putting your own face out there mm-hmm. to help all of these women yeah. and like with Suk sangara and like with dope Dylan, like these people i won't support mm-hmm and I'm thankful because, like, that's not the type of people I want to. Mm-hmm. So for her to use her platform and do that and put the word out there, I appreciate it enough. I don't think she needs to go to the RCMP to make, no. a, like, make a move on them. Like, no, no you've done enough. You yeah. have, like, what, like, 50K followers? I mean, no, even maybe more than that. Yeah. Like, you're doing something at But least. the whole point is not even to, like, the whole, her objective is not to, like, oh, I need to take these stories and put them to the RCMP. Yeah. No, the whole objective raise is awareness. to wear, wears, raise awareness. Yeah. But also to help these people just feel comfortable about telling the truth yeah for sure and that's all that matters and like speaking of sooks and gara so everyone kind of has an idea it's just pretty much like about this girl who had dealt with sooks and Sangara, who's a producer and pretty much just told him told her to come to the studio hang out and stuff like talk about being in the music video and actually asked her to if she's comfortable about doing a rape scene yeah like you know what i mean it's like Okay, now that's something that that's just not normal. Like that's yeah. not I don't think any producer would want to ask you that or should ask mm-hmm. you that. So this is where core movement comes in and and shares the exposure cuz that's what we need. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I feel like that's what we should do as like a community. We should be able to help expose that. Yeah. And but build it in a positive way. See, that's the thing. Like when it comes to exposing, like I think we talked about this earlier too, like for me, I got a lot of uh I guess I would say subtweets. Like, I don't know, like <laughs> yeah. a lot of hate yeah. towards me putting out that like there's a fine line between exposing and canceling mm-hmm. and bullying. A hundred percent. So with agree. core movement, I think they expose, they put the word out there, and they leave it at that, right? Yeah. With Twitter and stuff, like I don't think it goes sometimes it goes a little too far, especially with like, for me, I'm only in brown Twitter, so I can't comment on other yeah. sections of it. But like with brown Twitter, like expose yes cancel yes right like if they need it give it give them what they deserve right yeah but don't bully no like i don't agree with that at all like if it gets to a point where it's unnecessary i'm not here to support you yeah but when it needs to be happened like even with someone i know like and i care about them dearly like if they've done something that needs to be like put out there i'm fully there for it Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean but like be very mindful of what you're putting online is what i mean no i totally agree with you and that's actually true you can tell the difference between like the fine line where you're yeah. saying you're bullying and stuff like that. Yeah. So I totally agree with you on that. Okay, so we are coming down to the last bit of the episode, which only means that it is time for our questions. So you guys have been sending us questions all week to get answers from a girl's perspective. So it is time to dive in. So are you ready, Jazz? Yeah. Okay, so our first question. On apps like Bumble, where girls go first, it's okay for the girls to just say, hey. But when roles are reversed, why do girls expect guys to come up with funny-ass pickup lines? So, I'll start off. Um, First of all, I just want to say, from my perspective, I've never been the one to be like, I expect a guy to give me some, like, cheesy-ass, like, pickup line or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because I've messaged guys where I've said, hey, and they've been like, really? That's how you're going to start the conversation? Because I've also been on Bumble. So, I know what it's like to have the girls go first. And where I've said, hey, and they're like, that's your pickup line? So it's 
from my perspective, it's not guys or sorry, it's not girls who expect the cheesy pickup lines or funny ass pickup lines or whatever. Guys expect that too. So I don't know if you agree on that or not. So for me, I never use dating apps. Yeah. So it's kind of different for me. But like personally, if I were to sign someone's DMs, it wouldn't just be a hey. Okay. Like I kind of want to be different because I'm like, okay, like I don't want you to forget the like jazz singer popped into your dms at one like once upon a time i popped in i was funny i'm like left a mark you know but i've never used a dating app so i don't know how they work mm-hmm. but i think on bumble from what i know you can put like a question or something and you can't like, they, they bumble gives you suggested questions yeah so yeah. like you can kind of start a top like a like a conversation off of that and I i'll admit like i've looked at those some of them are like funny some yeah of them are also like y'all have never used that but as my also stories. like okay let's say a guy does use something funny but it's not funny <laughs> then it's like yo you like fucked it for yourself you know what i mean like i'd rather you would sit high than if they use that for the question yeah. you know but i think i would have been straight up and like yo i love that you tried not a good enough opening but yeah. i'll still message you 100%. like sure but i also but i think for this question like i definitely think that not all girls expect guys to say hey i mean like to, sorry not say hey say come up with a funny pickup line. like why but why even have that expectation like you should kind of vibe someone out yeah like, after like if they even just say hey like at least give them a chance like you can't just yeah. be like oh you're that's a lame way to start because like everyone's gonna have the same so way to jump people, in your dms so then. many people start conversations with saying hi hey yeah, for what's sure. up so like you, you don't know the vibe until you like get into it yeah like, exactly you have to allow it to, so like, i definitely think that like progress. with these questions like not all girls expect that so yeah whatever yeah anyway so let's go on to the next one Thoughts on going through a significant other's phone. Is it that you should trust the person you're with? And if you find yourself doubting them and looking through their phone, then you shouldn't be the be with them in the first place. Or do you think people just do it for their satisfaction or reassurance and it's healthy in a relationship? Can I jump in first? Go ahead, girl. 100% think it's okay to check your significant other. Okay, so here's the thing. So before, back in the day, I was like, no, like if you have to check their phone, you have no trust. Mm-hmm. And now that I have no trust, I'm like let's say i'm dating somebody mm-hmm. and they don't want me to check their phone why yeah. like what do you have to hide and like vice versa like mm-hmm. i should have nothing to hide either mm-hmm. but also like back with my ex like i checked his phone but like it's very easy to delete shit yeah like you don't know if someone's lying to you just by checking their phone mm-hmm. so i'm a little bit conflicted but i know that like probably because of my trust issues in my relationships like i would need to be reassured by that yeah like i just need to know like okay like you're just focused on me right like because like even if you post someone on social media even if like you tell me that you're like serious about me like will i believe it fully probably not yeah you know so like no i totally get that i'm in like a weird position but like for you i don't know it might be different for me it's like i'll only check your phone if you give me a reason to like if you're being sketchy yeah then i then i'm gonna probably feel like i have to check your phone yeah but otherwise i don't feel like the need to check my significant other's phone because i fully trust them but i also it's different for both of us because we both experience things different, different. Things, yeah. but if you're giving me like a sketchy vibe and you're you know acting different and you're being shady then okay you're giving me the reason to that and that mm-hmm. sucks because then that just shows that now our relationship is on to trust issues now you know what but I mean? the biggest thing is that I, like i don't know like if it's a personal feeling but like I think once you have trust issues, like, you're high-key stuck with it. Like, no, I totally You can yeah, say as much you want, like, oh, once you start dating someone that's, like, less toxic, mm-hmm. then you'll get over it. I don't. Because, like, now I have this, like, different lens on. In the beginning, I'm like, oh, like, I'm going to ignore this part of it because they're perfect in this way. Mm-hmm. But now I'm at a point where it's, like, 
I've ignored those things and clearly I get hurt every time. Yeah. So why am I ignoring it? Like I want to be extra cautious now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like no, totally trust issues are long lasting. Yeah. And I think it takes like a long term investment where like you may maybe even need to take a break from relationships to yeah. like realize like no, like you can't like have so much distress. Cause even with my friendships now, yeah, I'm crazy, dude. Like yeah. I have mad trust issues. Like yeah. if I even think in the slightest you're being shady towards me, because I've been shady. I know when someone's being shady towards mm-hmm. me. I'm like, I'm going to just walk away from this. Like, I'm all down for it. Yeah. Like, you don't have the energy for it anymore. No. And the same thing, like, you don't have the energy to be checking up on someone all the time either. That's true. So, trust issues, it takes a lot of effort. That's true. I actually agree with that. Yeah. Um, another one is, um, is it safe or creepy to Google the person you are going on a date with? And I feel like you should take part in that first. Okay, so... And I'm going to go on a date. I'm going to check you on Instagram. I'm going to check you on Facebook. I'm going to yeah. check you on... Completely different from Google, Twitter. though. I'm going to check you on everything. Yeah. Right? All socials. If you don't pop up, then... You know Google. I'm going to be like, hey, Siri, who the fuck is this person? I'm going to check in, like, to see, like, is there anything on them? Like, if they don't come up on anything, I think that's a red flag. Personally. Okay. My sister, for instance, I know I keep bringing her up, but, like, my sister has only Snapchat. Yeah. So if she's going on a date for the first time, like, you won't find her on anything. Like, period. She has no Instagram, no Twitter, nothing. She has no social except for Snapchat. Yeah. But, like, for me personally, it's a red flag. Because, like, I kind of want to, like, get a vibe of you. Like, where'd you go to school? Like, what do you... Like, you know, like, anything. Like, like, what kind of friends do you have? Blah, blah, blah. Like, there's so many things I want to see before I meet you. That's true. So we're completely different because I see it as a creepy way. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, I feel like from doing Google, like, you find to the you're going to full extent like it's different okay like okay listen i i instagram someone and i facebook them that's fine whatever i just want to see whatever but when i google them i feel like i'm going to let's say they don't come up on either on facebook insta then obviously i'm sketchy but for me like i've never been to the point where i've had to google them oh like if they don't just what do they come on dirty.com Okay, first of all, I haven't gone on dirty.com in like no, years. No, if you Google them, it's like dirty.com. Okay, well, that's it. different, but that also makes me, that takes to the point where I have to like go on Google. I don't do that point. You won't go on Google? I won't go on that point. What if you, you don't exist Google? on Instagram or Facebook, then you don't exist at all. And we're Amber's just happy I had some hate towards Google. <laughs> I do not support this. Google has been very supportive of me and my creeping ways. Not going to lie. Please do uh, search me on Google. I come on on LinkedIn. Connect with me. Thank you so much. Anyways, continue. Next so time. she thinks it's not she thinks it's safe and i think it's creepy so that ends that yeah, question that ends that one. okay um <laughs> do look matters no sorry oh, wow she, <laughs> what she, was the english you know, she's had two glasses of wine what's Amber's the happy hour is a fake drunk she really i am okay let's go do looks matter what if this person had everything you've ever wanted but they weren't the greatest looking no. Oh, anyways, you, go you already answered, so go well, for let's it. Let's just allow Amber, Amber's happy or fake drunk to go first. Come on, go ahead. I don't think, uh, to me, I don't think looks matter. Oh. To the extent, okay? <laughs> Any rich-looking motherfuckers, please we talked call about this? Amber's DMs. We talked about this. I knew she was going to go off. Okay, listen, you can have A to Z of personality. Everything that I've ever wanted. Check out every like box. Grinch, please hop Okay, no, stop. DMs. Listen, obviously it looks so bad. All right, let's continue. looks don't i can't take you seriously looks don't matter to me to the point okay obviously like 
unibrow, hairy back, all this shit goes no, on. No, but those can go away. That easily. So then a lot of things can go okay, away that look so bad. Can I matter. just jump in for a minute? Go okay. ahead. So I me and like Amber, actually, different. you know what? I'm going to pause. Me and Amber had this discussion. Are you pa- I'm seeing you fucking trying to pause me right now. No, Amber. I'm not. Go, 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 go. Okay, this better be live <laughs> live right now because yes. me and Amber had this discussion, right? And I explained to her, let's just say you're with someone, right? You need to be not just emotionally attached. Mm. You need to be physically attracted to the person. If you look like the Grinch, best believe I'm going to be dry as fuck. I'm not down for you, dude. I'm not there for it, right? Amber, on the other hand, she said, if you have the personality, I'm down for you, right? Personality matters more than looks. Yeah. But you have to be at least a 5 out of 10. Okay. I'm In not my personality. That. Amber okay. is saying you could be 0. 0.5 okay, out of 10. I never She's said, down. I never said you have to be a 0 out of 10, bro. 3, 4, 5. Cool. Fine. But yeah. I'm not saying like, my like, instant thing unibrow, is. If it's a unibrow. You can get off, rid of fine. it. If you, no. Here you can get rid of Whatever. If that's no, problem. but I'm just saying it's but, not like. But actual face looking. Like when I look at you, can you change your face? doubt it i doubt no, that but this is what i'm saying like wait say it again i'm just saying like if we all watch the grinch like at the end of the movie i had a soft spot for the grinch yeah but they had a soft spot because of the personality yeah, not the looks no but here tee this all right so jasmine dylan we all want tips for just for, just for Jonah, Jonah, barely a dollar dude like you can't trust someone like that <laughs> like of course she had a soft spot for the grinch when she's a grinch herself with her money yo dazzling's walking right now so everyone knows she's walking far away from the screen right now but yeah like you know like i'm just saying like you could be even a two or a ten can you be zero or ten no you have to have at least a 20 percent good looking ratio but Amber for Amber, you can be the Grinch. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways. Continue, Amber. We're down for your opinion now. Okay, we're going to move on to... Oh, next question. <clears throat> okay, this is said. Hey, Amber's happy hour. <laughs> can we pause, guys? Like, if you don't know Amber's first name is Amber, from Amber's happy hour, I don't think you should be asking questions. <laughs> I think you need to go to some school and figure out... <laughs> What is wrong with me this way? Because if you're gonna say, "Hey, Amber's happy hour," that's inappropriate, in my opinion. Also, Matt Amber, respect, bro, Matt respect. Just- also, Amber doesn't drink, so happy hour doesn't even add that to her name at this point. Just the podcast, the vibe. This episode title is gonna be changed to Amber's exposed. <laughs> Straight up. Okay. Yeah, hey, Amber's happy hour. I want to ask what your opinion is on how international students are seen by Canadian girls. Okay, so like when it comes to international students, for me at least. I went to Camels for school. Yeah. Majority of the town is international students, yeah. especially when you're in a university out there. Yeah. And I personally got along with all of them. Like, we had, like, a very good relationship. They worked the hardest out of all of us. Like, even me. Like, I worked as a hostess. I was chilling the entire time. Like, they would work, like, 12, 18 hours and, like, still go to school and still, like, find, like, a way to, like, work around it like to like fit in everything for themselves like with me like complaining all the time you know what i mean yeah it's so, like i don't know i see them as like almost like more hard working than i am so it's a different outlook but also like if we talk about like strawberry hill fobs <laughs> when i go to strawberry hill cineplex right they're cruising around like 20 times that's all that's literally what i was i was gonna say whereas 
some international students actually come here for education yeah and some come here for the opposite yeah drive a mustang with six other guys and call it a day 100 percent. and boom then it it, like makes a bad name for all of them yeah because like you'll you'll get like this bad group that's like cat calling and like being like kind of inappropriate and like isn't here for the right reason and you're like oh like international student like you know what i mean like they get that title almost yeah student visas like and that's where and that's where it comes with why this question even comes up because people always ask like Oh, what do you think about international students? Yeah. Well, it's like, one, you guys are giving this rep to your guys' name. Exactly. Or your title or whatever to make us think, you know, like all we this shouldn't have thing. to differentiate. Like, if you look at, like, like there's some students here that are, like, stri- Like, they're, dude, they're on, like, this, like, path to success. Yeah. Like, probably more successful than I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm freaking born here. And then there's some that are, like, just, like, it's, like, why are you even doing why are you here for this yeah like you should just still be back in like where you like where we came like you know what i mean like you you have this mentality that's like not meant from here so i don't know it can kind of go both ways i think yeah i think i definitely think with this question that goes both ways because like you can either be seen in like such a positive outcome where like you're actually going through the right path and you're doing all these things and Mm -hmm. we actually like get along and all this stuff or there's ways where you were seen as like we see you as like you know just the opposite you're not even here for the right reasons you're wasting your money your time yeah and you give us this negative feedback and we're that's where we always say these little names that we don't want to call but like, you personally, but personally i think we both feel this way yeah like we don't want to have to differentiate yeah like we're all immigrants yeah like it's my true. parents are immigrants like yeah i don't think like you're any different but like we should all act the same too yeah like, you know i like, don't, don't but that like, also goes with they say if we went somewhere abroad yeah for sure like if like i know when like if we were like when we go to india and stuff like we are definitely seen that same way 100 like people look at us like when we're walking through like um going shopping and stuff like that people look at us like oh my god like who are these people yo to them we're uncultured swine uh, exactly that's and to here where we think that they're way too cultured and it's fucked up yeah like that's why it's sure. just so stupid how like things like, are different set. spectrums of shit like yeah. honestly yeah Okay, you also recently tweeted on Twitter to send in anonymous questions. And since then, we got a lot of questions um, asking about the same topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're pretty much discussing questions about your ex, mm-hmm. Gerpreet13R, mm-hmm. on Twitter. <laughs> so pretty much they were just like questions like, um, you can't talk about trash and not talk about Gurpreet. Uh, discuss Gurpreet and how he's a piece of shit. Um, is Gurpreet dead? Is Gurpreet in jail? Did he commit suicide? And all that stuff. So do you want to touch base on that and just answer maybe one of those questions that popped up? <laughs> so like he's alive. <laughs> like let me just he's start breathing. there. He's, he's alive. breathing. He's not in jail. I know that much. Yeah. But like <clears throat> I think when like all that stuff came out like I kind of, I don't want to say like. To a certain extent, I feel like I lost. I like Indy. Yeah. Um, I think like, a lot of people see me as like, oh, Gurpreet thirteen R is X. Yeah. When I'm like my own person, mm-hmm. you know, like. I don't know. It's like a lot to carry because a lot of stuff came out about him and like. Some of it, like I don't agree with, like there's there's certain parts of it i don't mm-hmm. but i also know like he deserved to be exposed for like what he did 100 mm-hmm. percent mm-hmm. um but we did like i told a lot of the people that like i was close to and like who like opened up to me about him like we did meet up mm-hmm. and i know that like he is truly working on himself and 
trying to become like better um so I know I know that much and I I believe it so that's kind of my stance on like him as a whole Uh um and this kind of goes hand in hand with the whole we spoke about it before like when it comes to like exposing and bullying like I'm at a point where like I completely agree with exposing him and I completely understand the cancellation of that but when it comes to like the bullying perspective like I'm not there for it like a lot of people like when he when he got called out like they were like oh send us our address send us where he works like no like there's an extent I'll go to like I want his name to be out there and be like yo he fucked up but like we stopped there you know like you can't go too far so that's where I'm at with it and from my perspective like coming from someone who didn't know much about the situation but just only seeing it based on like twitter and stuff like now hearing from where you're coming from after it all happened yeah like i totally see like a different perspective from it for sure you know what i mean like there's a difference where someone can get exposed yeah and not take action from it yeah you know there's so many people who get exposed on certain situations and they just fall on the face of the earth like they just yeah. disappear right yeah, you yeah. know what i mean but for him he's like actually taking the action to change as a person grow from that and yeah. just notice that okay he got caught yeah you know like to the extent where okay it kind of was like a wake-up call for him and like okay like for me like i was fully invested in that right yeah so like i had a different outlook when like when all that stuff was coming out and all the girls respected that completely like mm-hmm. I had a complete different outlook because my family was in there. His family was in there. Yeah. Like, we were in a long-term, in my eyes, relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, even, like, him reaching out to be like, yo, like, we need to discuss this was a big step for me. And, like, him saying, like, oh, I'm dealing with my issues was a big step for me. Like, me seeing that, yeah. that too, right? Like, you need to prove that, right? And, like, mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, like, let's, like... um like rush the process like he's willing to like work on himself and only focus on him so i respect that a lot mm. and that's like the biggest reason like a lot of my tweets in the beginning were like yo i don't have an ex anymore yeah but like there's a lot of tweets that are like yo like obviously like, me and him like when he got exposed like i was hating him but yeah. we don't have to spew that energy for so long like yeah things allow change. the person to, to change a perspective and that's on, it yeah a perspective on like, someone in the situation can change easily yeah like fo- let them focus on them and you focus on like your shit like i want to be a better person for me like after the quarantine like i decided like i only want to put out good energy because that's yeah. what's going to come back to me and so why am i out here hating somebody putting the effort yeah. into doing that when i can be sitting here and not focus on them like i'm not yeah. focused on disliking you yeah and i think that's where he's probably coming from where he's just focusing now on a positive outcome from his life yeah and obviously like the situation is is shitty to deal with obviously i'm not saying it's not but for him to take it into such a positive way yeah and to be like and okay, not coming back to social media yeah that's a huge thing for me like yeah. it's really cool it's really easy for someone to be, come back and be like yo uh here's my apology very easy yeah. but i feel like for him like when i didn't see him come back i'm like good for you like you're focused on your own like, shit okay I took all this shit. Yeah. I got exposed. Fuck. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm taking it into like a, okay, I'm going to just focus on myself. Yeah, adjust my, my life. Shit, yeah. And fit. Yeah. And when I feel that I need to come out, 100. I will. Otherwise, I don't care. Yeah. And I think that goes for so many people where it's like, if you go through something in life and you feel like you need to take a step back and like, if you need to exit yourself from social media and all that shit, go for it. Yeah. No one's saying that, Oh, what the fuck did you exit social media? Yeah. You need to apologize. No, no, no. Go on your own pace. Like, pause. Like, bring this back to me and you. Yeah. We didn't talk for how long? Yeah. 
we come back we're good and everything same normal. thing like it but should it's like be, we took that time but we took the time yeah to grow as people yeah. before coming back and being like yo like do you remember this remember that yeah if we had stayed friends like maybe it would be different you yeah. never know right yeah like i think like for me again personally like i grew a lot in quarantine alone mm -hmm. and that's only been like what a couple months like march mm -hmm. like it's not been long yeah but like and the fact that you're willing to even do that is a big step. And yeah. that's just how I'm going to see it, right? Like, life yeah. is too short for you to dwell on shit. So, like, for me, like, whatever happened with Gurpy, whatever happened in general in my life, like, even, like, when you bring up, like, beef from the past, mm -hmm. like, it's not a thing anymore. Like, just drop it. Focus on you. Don't focus on other people's life. Yeah. It's too short for you to do that. So, like, yeah. that's where I stand. And I, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. And that is a wrap with this week's episode. So as usual, I'd like to end this episode with a quote. So this week's quote is, I don't care who I lose anymore. As long as I don't lose myself again, I'm good. And I feel like that really stood out to me this week. And especially with this episode, which makes me want to give a big thank you to my special guest, Jazz, for coming out. Thank you so much for coming out and just talking about our community and the shit that we have to deal with on a daily basis. And on the end of that, I want to thank you guys for joining us on this episode. And we will see you guys all next week on Friday at 5 p.m. for another happy hour. Cheers. Cheers.